Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast. So glad to have you all join me on today. So I know some of you may have looked at the title of this week's topic and kind of wonder what is she about to talk about well you about to hear it i have have you ever had a word that just seems to just be highlighted to you you can read a passage hear something spoken and it's just like literally this a particular word just stands out and you just can't seem to step away from it it's something that is kind of like not even in the the background but like on the forefront towards the corner of your mind it just kind of keeps popping up and you kind of keep finding yourself meditating on it and thinking about it and you know just processing the word and everything that goes along with that word and for me that the particular word for me that has just been really highlighted actually over the past probably for over a month now because it actually comes from a passage in the bible that i've been stuck on which is a very familiar passage which is romans 12 and 2 where it says um well if you just really read it properly you start with Romans 12 and 1 I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and then verse 2 says and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and the word that I've been stuck on is the word conform and what has really been highlighted was you know how did I conform to certain things how did I conform to certain mindsets or thought processes or ideas or systems of thinking which I might have repeated myself in the same way but systems of thinking ideologies perspectives trains of thought all of those things how did how did I conform Like, how did I willingly embrace some things that now I'm sitting here like, oh, I'm not too sure about that. How did that process even take place? What were the different systems used to cause me to conform? And I understand, you know, you've got to look at family. You've got to look at society. You've got to look at education. All of these systems can and many times are a part of what causes us to conform unaware. It's not like we are knowingly going in with an understanding that this is something that can be happening. Even in spaces where we have zeal and passion and we want to learn, it can work, you know, for our good, but also it can be a detriment. It can cause us to be very limited in thinking. Um, It can cause us to be very limited in even not just thinking, but even how we dream or what we desire. And I've just really been challenged in looking at that word and how it has played out in my life. 
One thing that I can say as I've been meditating on this word conform is I've been able to see how my curiosity and my willingness to ask questions of God, questions of myself, and questions of others, they have actually been keys and they have actually been doorways to allow me to see myself conform and then choose whether or not I want to continue down that path or if I want to consider another. And I don't know for me personally what other process outside of journaling would have helped me come to these forks and different paths that challenged thoughts and ideas and perspectives. And I think that's the beauty of writing. I think that's the beauty of finding a form of expression. And I think that's the beauty of allowing yourself to express yourself. And in that expression, allowing it to be done without judgment, allowing it to be done without fear, allowing it to be done without just limitation and being okay getting thoughts and ideas out and then being okay writing and then asking questions like, where did this come from? (laughs) Like, is this me? Is this something I've been taught? Is this the truth? Or is this a perspective of someone else that I've just adopted all these years? And I am thankful for my curiosity. I am thankful that I've fought to get my voice back. And part of getting my voice back has been through asking questions. Honestly, a lot of them have been to myself. Definitely within my journal entries, they have been to myself. Processing what has been and questioning, do I want that to continue? Is this something that will forever be? Or is this something that needs to shift and change? And As I was thinking about this word conform, I just started thinking even about social media, how it is just causing people to lose their identity and lose their voice without realization of it. I had one of my students share with me today, one of my students who works with me, and she was able to help a lot of the students move into the dorm during new student orientation. And she was sharing with me how like all of the, all of the girls had this one particular bag. Now, mind you, they came from all over the world, but they all had this one particular bag. And she was like, evidently somebody on TikTok or something told everybody that they needed this bag. So all of them went and got this bag. And it, you know, it, it can look like a trend, but is that what it is? Is it a trend or are we conforming and we just turn, change the term? You know what I'm saying? Are we, are we, (laughs) we're so busy. We can be so busy trending that we don't even see the implications of what is being lost in our desire to fit in, belong, look like, or be accepted by the truth of the matter, people who don't even really know who you are. Sorry, I had to make sure I took a pause on that because some people might be taking a 
a big gulp (laughs) after that statement. But really think about in your life, like there, there are some things that I, I wholeheartedly conform to and I still conform to, but they're good things. But there are some things that I conform to that now it's just like, yeah, mm -mm. no, I don't. mm -mm. Nope. Not doing that anymore. Nope. mm -mm. Nope. Not have, not thinking that way anymore. Mm -mm. No, don't have that posture and position anymore. Mm -mm. And I'm so thankful to have gotten to this space and this place where I'm comfortable shifting from a place of conform to a place of transformation. I'm thankful that that is evident in my journey, that people who knew me and know me are witnesses of the change that has taken place. It is evident (laughs) that um, conformity is not something that I, in the negative way, that I um, subscribe to. Now, I do want to make sure that I say that um, all conformity is not wrong. I'm not saying that it's something you should never, ever do. Please hear my heart. That is not what I'm saying. But what you are conforming to and why you are conforming to it are the questions that need to be asked, are the things that we should ponder and consider and meditate on. And even the example that I gave, I'm not saying it was wrong, but it's something to consider how quickly we shift and change and move in spaces and places because of the influence of others. And the one thing when I looked at the definition, it talks about the definition of this word in the Bible. It means the word conform means to conform oneself's mind and character to another's pattern. And to fashion oneself according to another's pattern. And that that is a scary word because we are literally witnessing this in a way that I don't think we've seen it happen in society prior to now. There have always been people who have emulated others, who have desired or been inspired by others and emulation and desire or inspiration are good things, but it's when you lose you because you're so busy trying to be someone else. That is when we have a major problem and we have a major issue. There are more people who have become comfortable being a mimic and a shadow as opposed to being authentic and unique. That's sad and that needs to shift and change because the truth of the matter is there is only one you. Literally, there is only one you. There can be people who are similar to you, but there is only one you. And who you are and the uniqueness of how you are is needful and necessary for the time that you are in right now. And when that gets lost, when that gets shuffled, when that disappears because of us reflecting or fashioning ourselves after someone else, that's a loss. That is a great loss when you aren't you. It is 
greater than you'll ever know when you're not you. And I remember when I was younger, I had definitely dealt with a whole lot of rejection. And I can't even believe I'm about to say this on a whole podcast. But I remember that there was a phrase that would be attributed to me at times. And the phrase was monkey see, monkey do. And it was because I didn't know how to be me. It was easier to assimilate and just take on the aspect or the form or the pattern of other people. And I would tell people I was in a very interesting space because I was a leader and a follower at the same time. Even though I was a leader, my insecurities caused me to be a follower, which was a really strange dynamic to be in. And I had to, even though I was speaking, I didn't always have a voice. And I, through my relationship with God, really began to cultivate my own voice and cultivate my identity through Christ and not through my gifts. Because there are a lot of people who are only known by their gifting, their grace, their ability, how they function, but they are not known for their personhood. And I had to learn how to embrace and love and enjoy and develop, be willing to grow into the person that I was created to be and not the identity that others felt it I should be and try to control or try to mold into what they thought it should look like or I should look like. And I've had to fight to get out of some systems that really foster one to conform. And honestly, that's probably one of the hardest fights, one of the most uncomfortable fights. It can definitely be one of the loneliest fights, but it is one of the greatest battles you can you can go through because the other side, listen, nobody tells you about the other side, but when you get there, you know you there. <laughs> when you get there, you know you are there. And that has that has been a battle. And I've, I've been on the other side for a few years now. And I'm so, so, so thankful for it because I never knew, first of all, it existed. And I never knew that I could get there. But I'm a living witness that it is, that it is possible and that most importantly, it is worth it. Um, when you are able to unlock, detach, unravel yourself from And like I try to say, get all the fingerprints off of you and fully begin to step in the uniqueness of who you are, who you've been called to be, that God-given identity that only you can have in the earth. It is such an amazing and a freeing and a liberating, (laughs) such a liberating place. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting mashaniallen.com. 
Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.